How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakori as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. One of the nature of Christ is love. There are two things on earth that is so practiced in heaven. The language in heaven is faith and the character is love. Because God called the things which be not as though they were. So God obeyed by faith. When Jesus cast the fig tree and the disciples say, Master, the fig tree you cast is with away. He said, have faith in God. It means that the literal translation says, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes in what he said. In the book of Genesis, Genesis is the handiwork of God. Revelation and Ephesians talk about the predestiny or predictions of what is about to happen. Them that he predestined, he called. So God is an architect. The architect doesn't build, but he put the drawing on the paper for the builder to use the drawing to build. So God imagined how the world is going to be. And in Genesis, he started calling them. So you see two things there, and God said and God saw. And God said and God saw. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the sea come, and the sea came. So in the faith operation, you must say it and believe that you will see it. Prophet Nanaseo Pukuksakodie is an end-time season firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. I want to continue from where I left off. Yesterday, I was trying to preach it. It was strongly on power. But this evening, I want to, I want to take it easy and do it on a teaching base. Amen. So I was talking about signs and wonders. You need a sign and a wonder. Hallelujah. It doesn't just happen. In your Christian work, you must have testimonies. Christianity without testimony can amount to frustration. It means that it's not a matter of always hearing what God is doing in the life of others. You yourself must experience one. And let me tell you this, you can provoke signs and wonders. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said you can provoke signs and wonders. So I'm going to talk about provoking signs and wonders. Hallelujah. The things you do that you can trust God's attention to act in a very special way on your behalf. Are you alive? So yesterday, going back a little, I say a sign is a supernatural occurrence. A sign is what? A supernatural occurrence. Everybody say supernatural. So anywhere you see uh, God demonstrated his power, uh, it's not a natural occurrence. A sign is a supernatural occurrence through God's intervention. In the course of nature, a sign is a supernatural occurrence through God's intervention in the course of nature. In the course of what? Nature. I can also define a sign as making the impossible become possible. It means that everybody said this thing cannot work. When God stepped into it, it started working. It means that signs and wonders has been provoked. Hallelujah. It takes signs and wonder for a virgin to conceive. Do you know that? There's no scientific explanation about that. So, a sign is a supernatural occurrence through God's intervention in the course of nature. It is making the impossible possible. So, any time there is an impossibility in your life, or what people define as impossibility, if you see the thing becoming possible, God has intervened on your behalf. How many of you are expecting some impossibility to become impossible? Amen. 
Only God can make the impossible possible. Only God can break the unbreakable. Oh. And I see God breaking the unbreakable in your life. Something that said they will move, God can move it. Whatever it is, God has power to move it. Ah, this week, my God shall give you a sign. I say, God will give you a sign. That will make the impossible happen in your life. It is a, it is a process of God causing the sign that make the impossible happen in your life. And I'll bring you to the place and show you how you can provoke signs and wonders. Well, somebody also describes uh, wonders, as I said yesterday, as something <laughs> that causes you to wonder. Now, there are two things I'm putting together. I didn't say signs with wonder. I said signs and wonders. So two of them are, uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, they are not a conjunction. They are two different things. Hallelujah. It's one thing to experience a science. Another thing to experience a wonder. So a wonder is something that causes you to wonder. It means that the thing happened to everybody opening their mouth. How many of you are expecting God to do something in your life that people will open their mouth? That is what I told you the other day. It is where people say this can only be God. When you see people, hear people say this can only be God, it means that God is provoking his wonders. Do you know that the God we serve is a God of signs and wonders? Now, the reason I'm preaching this thing is that because of different teachings that are going on, some of them based on religious beliefs and stuff. Do you know they are Christian that when they are sick, they think that God is using the sickness to, uh, <laughs> how, do we, how do we say, to teach them a lesson? Huh? Just be sincere for once. How many of you used to believe that? It's not you used to, you believe it now. If I say believe it now, you won't live to her, but you believe it now. That some of you were, there is an attack of the enemy on your life. But something has told you, you have heard a teaching that those things God is using is to strengthen you or to teach you. Okay, I want to ask you a question. If you want to teach your children something, do you give them sickness? That is me and you being wicked. How much more the God who is a loving God? All these things are religious belief. Hmm? All these things are religious belief. There is one thing to go through a trial. And a trial is different from a satanic attack. Get it very clear. It is dangerous to go through a demonic attack and think God is the one teaching you. That mentality alone puts you in a state of defeat. The devil will deal with you. Because my people are destroyed for... Let, let me tell you something. One of the things that provoke Job's trial is because he thought God is behind it. The trial of Job was not supposed to go that length it went. The reason why the trial was sustained for long is that when you go and take your time to study the book of Job, you realize that he always thought God is behind it. He said things like the Lord giver and the Lord taken. God is not a giver and a taker. No. No. No, that's not the God I'm talking about. That is not the God I saw in the Bible. He is not a giver and a taker. What is the use of giving you something and coming to take it back? No. You see the Bible from there that it is the devil that went to destroy the things. The only thing God did is to permit it. So God didn't bring coronavirus, but he permitted it. 
So, we are dealing with a permissible verb here. Huh? There's a difference between a causative verb and a permissible word. verb. Causative means that God is the one that caused it. It's not the one that caused it, but he permitted it. The reason for the permission is that nothing can happen without his permission. Nothing. Hey, I don't understand what we're talking about, so why did he permit it? I'm glad you asked. Now, look at the challenge. Look at the challenge. One of the reasons God allowed Job's challenge is that the devil came with an argument is that God has bribed Job to serve him. Literally. What the devil said was trying to tell God that you people don't really love you the way you think they love you willingly. You are bribing them. Because he said that does Job fear you for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him? Have you not protected him and give him all kinds of things? He said, if you think he loves you, if you like, let's test him as whether he will love you. So God must permit it. So sometimes eh, the trial of the devil is also a means to test your faithfulness. That is why it is no good for you to go through crisis in Christian life and behave as if your God is dead or why did you allow this thing to happen to me? No, 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 no. So one of the things God permitted is that, listen, the guy is saying that you have bribed this guy to serve you. And because you have bribed him, if you try to take the bribe, then the guy cannot serve you. And God also knew that he has not bribed Job. All he did is that out of his righteousness and perfection, he blessed him. But Satan described the blessing as a bribe. Because everybody, when, the devil, when God blesses you, the devil will not be happy with the blessing. Because he doesn't want you to be blessed. He doesn't want you to advance. So, he is called the accuser of the brethren. The reason why God doesn't want us to live in sin is but somebody will come and accuse. Amen. So, this is the bottom line. So, God permitted it, but God didn't cause it. God might permit the coronavirus, but he didn't cause it. Amen. So, some things happen to us, and this is the interesting thing. Every trial we go through, depends on how we handle it, it is set for promotion. Every trial. Whether it's sickness, whether it's on your finances, on your marriage, once you pass, there's a promotion. The moment the trial was over and the devil saw that Job didn't bow, God doubled the blessing. And the Bible says, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job and gave him twice more than. So the one dimension that attracted the devil's envy, God doubled it. So you can imagine the devil's hypertension. I mean, if somebody has one blessing and you are so angry, by the time God doubled it, what will you be? You will not be angry, you will be mad. May the Lord bless you until somebody become mad. So, if you start experiencing God's wonder, it just, it, it will bring you in a situation that, um, what do we call it? <laughs> uh, it? It will cause you to appear <laughs> a wonder in the eyes of people. People will look at you, they will not be able to explain. What is it about this girl? Why is it everything people touch and they feel he alone touch and the things will see? It means that you will become a wonder. It's something that causes people to wonder. It can make them confused. Amen. They, do, they cannot explain. They can't explain. Listen, anytime you can explain your blessing, it's not from God. 
Whatever is happening around your life, when you see people say, eh, and eh, we work very hard, and it's my hard working, and I work very hard, it means that God is not behind. Because if it is from the Lord, that is why I tell you that potency, we cannot explain it. There is no natural explanation about it. We can't. I mean, you can't start building a city with 40,000. If you like, value this place. Go and bring a value and value it. When you value it, you realize that we don't have the money, but we have built it. Listen, God didn't buy anything, but he built the earth. <laughs> he called the things with be not. Sometimes you don't need a capital to start a business. You need favor. There is a message still that God is not giving me the permission to preach it. But one day when he release me, I'll do preach it. I'll preach you the difference between giving faith and receiving faith. You can have a giving faith, but you don't have a receiving faith. That is why most of you pay tight to give, but you don't have returns. Do you know that you are, you are a tighter, you are a giver, but little financial challenge, you think of going to borrow. Now, you can have one million dollars in bank. If you don't sign a check to go there and withdraw, they cannot come to your house and say, do you have money? Your money is returned, so have you seen a bank go to people's house and say, <laughs> Hello, are you Mr. Obed? He said, Yes. We, we want to remind you that your money is here. It doesn't work. It's the same thing with Heaven Bank. Those who are clapping, they are getting it. It doesn't change. The principle works there. Yeah? You can be needing money and you have billions in heaven, and because you don't know God, will make sure you die in hunger. There are women looking for husband, their husband is sitting by them. But yesterday, God told me something. It's, it's, it's a blow. I don't even know how to prepare that message. It came like a title. It said, son, everything you are looking for, I've already given it. Everything you are looking for, Jesus has already paid price. So you see, if you're a child of God, you don't actually go to God to heal you. You are already healed. Because, listen, the price for your healing has already been paid. Oh, my goodness. It has already been paid. You know Jesus has paid the price for everybody's sin. But people are still going to hell. So the fact that he has paid for your sickness does not mean you can be healed. That does not mean healing is automatic. He has paid for salvation, but it's not automatic. So they say we pay for healing, it's not automatic. Those who are going to hell, they didn't appropriate the salvation. So those who are sick, they are not appropriating the healing. Do you know what you are sitting here? Heaven sees you as a billionaire. Do you know that? But you are broke. So, how do I know heaven knows you are a billionaire? Jesus Christ was rich. Everything has been paid for, but for your sake, he became poor. It's called substitution. <laughs> That's what it's called. We have to learn so many things. Once we God damage our ignorance, we have stepped into blessing. I'm telling you, once you are sitting here, heaven know you are a mortal billionaire. Because Jesus Christ was great, but for your sake, he became poor. That through his poverty, you will become what? Rich. Why are you broke? Me and you, why are we struggling financially? It means that 
We have to come back and teach how to appropriate it. If you don't write the check where the bank will reject it. No, the fact that you have a check that some you can write any nonsense on it and take it. No, there is a systematic way to write a check. Even if you are writing a check, you don't cancel. For security reasons, you don't. If somebody gives you a check and or the penny firm firm, they might reject it. Any little sense of suspicion, they will reject it. And if you think the earth demands such a perfection, what about heaven? So the problem is appropriation. It's not that we deliverance has been paid for, salvation has been paid for, healing has been paid for, prosperity has been paid for. But the way to get it every day, hell is swallowing people who are not supposed to go there. One of the greatest blessings that you can do for God is to be an, to, to, to win souls. Because you see, anytime you win a soul, you have saved somebody from going to hell. That's all. But the truth is that some of them, it's not that they have not heard it. Actually, God is not waiting for everybody to be saved. He's waiting for everybody to hear the gospel. That's all. As for salvation, we don't save, we can't save anybody. Prophet, and I can't save anybody. I can only speak the word. It's left with you. No evangelist or pastor can save anybody. We can only preach the word. When we preach the word, you receive the word. You accept the word. You invite Jesus. Then he enter your heart. That's all. So God is not ready. The, the, not, the final sign to end the word is that this gospel of the kingdom will be preaching all the way. Then the end will come. So the reason Jesus has not come is that he is waiting for everybody to hear the gospel. Why do you want everybody to hear the gospel? So that in judgment they will make an excuse. I didn't hear. <laughs> Amen. As you are fasting, your millionership is paid for. The sickness in your body is illegal. It's been paid for. Hey, salvation is paid for. But why are they there? Me and you have to learn how to appropriate it. Uh-huh. That's what it is. Appropriation by faith is what is it? The woman with the issue of blood, 12 years, every day menstruation. Appropriation is touching Jesus. If I can touch. So when he releases faith, all the testimony you have been hearing me read there, the reason it happened is at that point, the people release their faith. So as you are sitting here, you can hear me, but you are not releasing it. You can still have faith and not release it. Wow. I say you can still have faith and not release it. If I can touch the head of his garment, that is faith. That one, you said it in your room. The devil heard it. God heard it. And you are there. The woman could have been sitting there and say, hmm, if I can touch, if I can touch, if I... So confession is not enough. Now he went ahead. The reason God under the faith is that he must break through a 20,000 crowd. 5,000 men, excluding women and children. He must break through that crowd. Break through Jesus' fishermen bodyguards. And he said, I don't even want to touch him. Do you know why he touched Jesus' garment? Because the Lord doesn't permit him to touch Jesus. If he touched Jesus, he has made Jesus unclean. Because every bleeding woman is considered unclean. So you can't touch somebody. Say, let me touch what is touching him. 
So Jesus' body is different from Jesus' garment. If I can touch, so I'm not to touch what is touching him because I'm not permitted to touch him. So if I can touch the hem of his garment. Now, who has a prayer show here? Huh? If I'm looking for a prayer show here and I don't get one, it's a serious matter. Okay, give me. Let me show you something. When you go to the Orthodox Jewish people, like Jesus practiced them, eh? this thing that you put it in a way, some of them wear it like a dress. Have you noticed it? When we go to Israel, you see some of them are wearing they have a dress they wear. But it's a dress. And they still have these things around it. So the hem of the garment is like this thing. Now in Hebrew, all this appointment, it has meaning. All these things. Huh? I can't teach you. You have to go to Israel to learn. When we... <laughs> no, it's true. When we go to Israel and we are buying the, where they sell the prayer shows. Uh, if you go to my friend the rabbis, they will tell you there's a meaning for this one. There's a meaning for this one. There's a meaning for this one. In Hebrew, there's a meaning for it. All this. So when the woman came to Jesus, he touched this cloth because you can't touch Jesus. So the woman with the issue of black hair, he provoked the signs and the wonders by releasing his faith. So listen, the faith starts with the confession. Every step of faith must be confessed. But it doesn't end there. Confession doesn't bring manifestation. It means that you have the faith, but you have not released it. Now, when you release the faith, is when I, the Bible never said it, but I'm sure this is what breaks through the crowd. Now, if that woman touches you, you cannot come to the crowd. You must stay outside for seven days. A leper, a bleeding person, all of them are called unclean. So, you do yourself a favor, and when they are coming, they announce. When they are coming, they will shout, unclean, unclean. And once they say that, everybody must open. It's not that she's strong, but you don't want her to touch you, according to the law of Moses. If he touches you, you yourself will become unclean. So I'm sure when you go there, unclean, unclean, and the people will open, 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 open. Peter knew you know your name. And you go to Jesus and touch the gap. Hey, listen, he touched his garment, provoking signs and wonders. He touched it. So this fascinating, you can provoke signs and wonders. I'm teaching one of them. He provoked the signs and the wonders. When he touched Jesus, eh, Jesus Christ, it has never happened and it will never happen again. That story will never happen. It's one of the most serious things that ever happened in the Bible. Because of the background of who Jesus is. Because of what the Bible said about Jesus. Now, everybody God has ever called from Abraham to the one you call today, everybody has an anointing with measure. It means that the anointing I carry, he has given to every man according to their several ability. So, he look at your ability and measure your anointing and give it to you. There is a limit to what you can do. The only one who has anointed without measure is Jesus Christ. Jesus has anointed without measure. It means that Jesus' anointing was not measured. There is no limit on it. Jesus' anointing can be described like the sea. Every river can dry. Every reader can reduce in size. 
But the sea is not shaken by any weather. Whether it's raining season, whether it's dry season, the seed is the way it looks like. It cannot change. So Jesus Christ anointed us without measure. Now hear this. This is a miracle. Somebody had an anointing without measure for you to touch him. For him to feel the anointing as he left him. It means you took a lot. That is why I say it will never happen. Jesus stood and said, mm, somebody has touched me. And they Peter them say, Master, I think I can hear Who touched me? Matthew, Luke chapter 8, verse 25. Who touched me? Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and pressing thee. Now look at the New Living Translation. Look at someone say, you can provoke signs and wonders. You can provoke signs and wonders to the extent that by Friday, your bank account has changed. me jesus asked everyone denied everyone denied and peter said master this whole crowd is pressing up against you everybody is pressing the way you are talking touching touching is just a small way the people are pressing look at the way we are suffering we are not just apostles we suffer working with you because in order to protect you look at this whole crowd is pressing it's not a matter of touching now look at the next verse watch this watch it but jesus says someone deliberately Someone deliberately. No. Someone what? Deliberately. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This fasting time. In your heart. Are you deliberately looking for a breakthrough? Yes. This is the question we must ask. Jesus says someone deliberately. Look at the NIV version. Look at it. Look at it. Look at the NIV. Jesus someone touched me. I know. No, 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 no. I don't amplify version. Hmm. Huh? But Jesus says someone did touch me. Huh? But come to the New Living Translation. I love it because it's one of my favorite. But Jesus says someone deliberately touched me for I fed healing power. I felt healing power go out. My goodness. Look at the NIV version. I felt it. Mm. Jesus said, someone touched me. I know power has gone out from me. I know. I know. I know. I know. Look at the message Bible. It will interest you. Jesus insisted. Someone touched me. I felt power discharging from me. So I didn't want. So it's like a creator tanker with fuel that is going to discharge it. The pipe is in the in the under basement tank and pa 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 pa. So the woman, eh, the demons that has held the woman for twelve years, he needs a discharge for liberty. Play games with a demonic attack on your life. You got to be serious with God. He said, The discharge. Now, watch it. That's why I give an example like if I have one million dollars in a room, and oh Lord, let it help you. And you go there and you steal thousand dollars. Can I find it? Even if you steal fifty thousand, it will be difficult. Even hundred. Of somebody take eight hundred thousand, 
I mean, the moment you enter, it will be visible. One million dollars, somebody has stolen 800. So the 200 left, you can imagine how you feel. Hey! That is an example I can give you. For somebody to take the anointing without measure, for the master to fail, because after that, Jesus never made that statement again. It is Jesus that can heal all cripples. He can, the, there's a statement in the Bible that says he healed them all. It means everybody that came there sick was healed. He never even said virtue has left me. So let me show you. I believe and I am entitled. No scripture is of a private interpretation. A lot of people preaching eh, they come from the descendants of this woman. Do you know what? He didn't only take it for healing. He took the anointing such a way that even children that will be born on him will be carried anointing. The thing was too much. It was too much. Jesus said, virtue, power, Jesus Christ, discharging anointing. It was coming with that stop. It was like pipe. And provoking signs. You can imagine just by touching then you tap into heaven's pipe system. Zoom, the thing enters you. These are the supernatural works. Signs and wonders. So tapping into anointing doesn't take you years. It just takes your faith. It just takes appropriating it. So you see, you can tap into something and whatever is, that's why I say, mm, a wonder is anything that makes the impossible possible. So the way the anointing entered into wherever he went, Whatever causes a woman to menstruate for 12 years, I cannot explain it scientifically. I don't know. I'm not a medical brain. But whatever it is, for 12 years, every day she sees blood. So that woman is always anemic. It's a miracle she is still alive. It's a miracle she didn't die. She has done try and error. When he touched Jesus, a man cannot understand. I am just saying it, but I don't understand. But the woman can understand. Amen. I've seen some of them go through it for five days. They became like contemporary touch fire. They cannot move. They are there. This one is 12 years. And when he touches, the Bible said, discharging power. Now, this thing didn't happen in three days. It didn't even happen in one hour. In a little of a second, bah, the thing entered. into his virtue and that he was discharged, entered him all the demons packed, whoop and went there let's continue the testimony, come back to New Living Translation, I felt healing power gone out for me, look at the next look at the next verse, when the woman realized that she couldn't stay hidden this thing is obvious she felt that the thing has stopped Jesus also felt that the power has left him so everybody feeling, when he left Jesus he entered if nothing enters you, the demons are nothing has left me. In fact, literally, sometimes, eh, sometimes, eh, when you are doing anointing service, especially not pulling or you are laying hands, you can lay hands on some of some of them. Sometimes, the moment you lay hands on them, you are hungry. Sometimes you lay hands on them, you feel like you want to fall. It's as if, it's as if you will become light. There are some too, when you lay hands, eh, you feel the light, but it comes back. It means their head is not receptive. Mm -hmm. 
It comes back. You see, the virtue returns. Bam! Some of them, you lay hands, you can feel it. There are some anointing service you feel. When you finish, you are tired. You could feel that. What is it? Maybe few people, they are tired. But there are some to you can lay hands and when you finish, you don't feel tired. It means that you are just laying hands, but the thing is not going. Now, hear this. This is an interesting thing. All the apostles, 12 plus the 70, none of them knew that virtue can leave Jesus. And Jesus didn't tell anybody. So, it's not everything God tells you. You have to tap it by faith. That is why I say you can provoke signs and wonders. No. Jesus never. Look at what caused that thing to happen. When the woman realized that he could not stay hidden, she began to tremble and fell to her knees before him. The whole crowd heard her explain why she has taught him. Everybody had a testimony. Loud one. And that she had been, that, and that she has been immediately healed. Immediately healed. Jesus looked at his daughter. He said to her, your faith. So, the first thing that provokes signs and wonders is faith. Your faith. Hear me, let me qualify it. <laughs> Not a dormant faith, active faith. Faith. It's a provoker of signs and wonders. Active life faith. You can have it and not use it. I used to think that people don't have faith. Until recently, God showed me that it's not possible they don't have faith. Do you know why I know you have faith? Because you have heard me preach a lot about faith. So faith is there. But the problem is how to release it. Mm -hmm. You can keep it inside you. And then what's faith? Which my woman was says tomorrow. Do you know tomorrow? Google it. I don't know the English name. It's a parasite. It's in dogs. It sticks. It's in cows. They can suck the blood of the cow until they start swelling. When you kill the tick, only thing you see is blood. Everything about them is blood. They just suck blood. Huh? So sometimes eh, you can have faith. Now listen. Jesus said, let us go to the other side. The disciples met a storm. And Jesus was asleep. A lot of questions must be asked. How can you sleep in a storm? They are threatening generational fishermen. Now by the time fishermen say a storm is threatening, it's a threatening one. This one is you know some funny, funny people sitting there. Peter met Jesus at the seashore. The same sea of Galilee that he was on it, that he said the storm can capsize a boat. It is where Jesus met him and called him that I will make you fishers of men. And at that time he was with his father. And his father learned from his grandfather. When you go to Jamestown, the thing is generational. So, by the time a generational fisherman say a storm is threatening, it's a threatening storm. But why is Jesus sleeping in a storm? What makes you sleep in a threatening storm? Can you accept the spirit of science and wonders that in the midst of threatening information, you are still asleep? This is the bottom line. Provoking signs and wonders. So, Jesus was asleep. Why was Jesus sleeping? Because he has already declared the destination. We are not going to drown. We are going to the other side. Now, this is one thing. When the word of God comes, don't give the devil's younger attention. 
whatever he is doing, it is just to divert your attention, to weaken your faith, and to make you walk in fear. Because God said you are going to the other side. God never said you are going to drown. The drowning is your perspective. It's not God. He didn't say you are going to go to the other side. So Jesus asleep. Jesus slept because Jesus never said there are people in church. Pastors have prayed for them. They prophesy on them. They have given them assurance. People can go through challenge in the church, and and God has told them how the thing is going to end, but they are still doubting. They are still afraid. God is not moved by your doubt. God is not moved by your complaint. No. Sometimes we can command something to leave you. The fact that you feel the same thing that's not me, the thing is still there. You have to believe the word that has come. That's what it is. Now, this is another thing provoking signs and wonders. No sensible person, logic thinking mind, will think that when you go and touch a prophet's dress, then 12 years blood stop. So, signs and wonders don't happen to people who are so-called intelligent. You have to always be a fool for Christ to walk in that kind of blessing. Mm-hmm. The small wisdom or the small knowledge that you have that you are making, it is God that gave it to you. You are dealing with the creator of knowledge. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Some people too have mixed it small. They've mixed by one with Entunkum uh, or whatever they call it. Uh, Odoka. Do you know Odoka? Do you know Odoka? Palm wine is from the palm tree. Odoka is from another tree. I've forgotten the name. Do you know Odoka? It's like palm wine. But that one is tap at the top. You don't stay village before. You have never heard Odoka before. How many have heard Odoka? You know Odoka. Do you know that thing? I've forgotten it. Is it palm? Huh? It's in your area, eh? It's a tall tree. It looks like palm wine. It looks like a, a, a palm tree, but it's very tall. That one, they tap it at the top. It's also, everything is like palm wine. You can be you, a busiros. Am I lying, sir? Yes, Doka. The people that, they climb me with some leather. I went to do, what was I doing? My first lesson is about, you see, in Yresi, there's a village I did it, and I saw a Doka. The palm wine, you have to Put the tree down. The tree stand there. You are tapping. What is the name? Adobe. Aha. Have you drunk some before? <laughs> the thing is called Adobe. It's a tall. That thing, they use it for a lot of things. When you cut it, it's a long for baskets, for different things. I remember. I, yes, Doka. You, you are pretending like you, you were born a Christian. Some of you, the small Christianity you came, you have. Pre- Some of you, you have even pretend like you have not fornicated before. Yeah. Lord, let me come your way. Ah. One brother said, I shouldn't go there, so I'll stop. Don't ever pretend. That's why a lot of you cannot be preachers. Funny preachers are those who cannot talk about their past. Don't ever pretend that you're always holy. No. If you look at Apostle Paul, one of the things that make him unique is that he's always talking about his past. Jesus saved sinners, I'm number one. 
Jesus saves sinners, I'm number one. Can you be number one of all sins? Huh? You, you say you don't know Odoka. Apio, you know what number one? Which one? What number did they say that? Tot, tot, mami, three tot, pa, pa, pa. Fa, eyi kakra wone mami. Lie, man. That means wrong. Whoa! You meet Jesus. Why you say what the whoa? No, the whoa too. Christian manja. You saw Christian breast milk. Christian dresses. You were in a Christian baby's court. You grew up in a Christian bedroom. And now you are in a Christian porter city. A radenfa uboni enchew. A dear why you we are saying yes, you saw the two screens. We will all be running away like this. Some of you when Jesus show your past, we say, Hey! Sister way. This is what grace can do. Give the Lord a clap of it. Grace. Grace. It cannot be explained. Grace. It can wash people past. You can't marry their past with their future. When you look at them and say, This thing, you can't do it. Grace. Adam. Grace of God. I'm telling you, it changes people's countenance, their body, their mind, their system. It make a prostitute become a first lady. Hi. Rahab is now the first lady of the richest man in town. Grace. His name appeared in the heroes of faith. By faith, they rehab the prostitute. What? And one day when we get to heaven, we are calling the descendants of Jesus. Rehab will appear. And Obed. Huh? Gave birth to, eh? you know, uh, 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 Boaz, give me Matthew chapter, is it Matthew chapter 1? And verse number 3, eh? NIV verse, now watch this. Where? I know it's you. Matthew chapter 1 and verse number 3. Matthew chapter 1 and verse number 3. Judah, the father of Perez, and Zara, whose mother is Tamar. Perez, the father of Hezron, the father of Ram. Am I reading the right thing? Ram, the father of Aminadad, the father of Nasum, the father, father, I mean, I'm Kim James version. And Ram begat Aminadad. Judah begat Phares. Phares begat Eshron. Eshron begat Na, Ram. These are all names for your children. Ram begat Aminadad. Aminadad begat Nasum. Nasum begat Salmon. Now, watch this. Salmon begat Boaz. Give me the new living trust. Somebody will think booze. It means let's go and drink. No. <laughs> Simon begat Boaz by Rahab. So you see, this is the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Boaz's father is called Simon. Simon gave birth to Boaz. Boaz married Rahab and gave birth to Obed. Obed is the father of Jesse and Jesse is the father of David. It is a, when you get to heaven and they are calling Jesus a bush for now the, the, the champion prostitute is also inside because grace has changed its past. 
grace. 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 That is why anybody that cannot talk about their past and hiding it, they stand a chance of doing it again. Obia, you protect your past, you will be fall into that trap. This is the bottom line. If you marry a woman who doesn't want to talk about his past, on your opportunity to break your mind. Those who talk about the past is buried. The way they talk about it, the devil can raise it again. Listen, if you have done something in the past and you are trying to hide it, it will be repeat. It will repeat itself. An opportunity come. The devil. Once you are not, you can't say it as a testimony. Paul was talking. He said, "I kill Christians." I am responsible for the killing of Stephen. When I miss Stephen in heaven, I apologize to him. And God used him mightily. Most of you are protecting your past. Eh, it's my past. Everybody know. You said, no, no, no. If I don't tell you we have chased women before, you think that Prophet Anna is from heaven. I'm not from heaven. Odoka and Selfo, I'm telling you this things. So I tell you how my family drinks. Anybody that protects their past, dangerous people. They are very, very dangerous. I may not talk about you, but I will look at you and know. We will pray for you. But when the opportunity comes, you will repeat it. Some of you are not doing something because of the environment you find yourself in. When you step out of that circle, you can do it. Ever think that you are a holy woman? You can meet a man you cannot resist. Yeah. Hmm? And because you don't talk about your past, that's why it's using against your current relationship. Current one, past. You have to talk about it until it breaks. You can, you have to take it to evangelism. Mm-hmm. Sometimes go use drunkards to win drunkards. There are some preachers say they used to drink and when they meet an alcoholic, they win them right now. This is the bottom line. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's another means of provoking signs and wonders. This is what I was and this is what the Lord did for me. You are the only one protesting the woman. If you are not a virgin, you are not. And you don't pretend you are what you are not. No. Grace has carried you. So if you do know why no grace is strong. The Bible says anybody who has slept, there's something the person that deposited in you. The reason we can't see that thing is that grace has break it. That's right. That's right. No, yet to be We will not be able to marry. No. No. Grace, it cannot be explained. It provokes signs and wonders. The grace of God. The grace of God. Sure. A man be a normal dino. Omo ye a bay for him. And a man be a normal dino. Omo ye bay pa mwa sante. But grace has extracted all those things from you. Grace. 
So don't ever undermine grace. It will turn you to grass. It is grace that makes you walk in humility. Grace, 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 grace. There are certain people you marry, you know that God show you grace. In favor. There are people who marry women. The women are virgins, but the men are not. May you continue to enjoy grace. When God lifts his grace. It is grace. Because you won't come to cry. Go and stand before your former girlfriend. Make call you higher. You ask you, are you sure you are speaking in tongues? Yes, we had that was you. Don't ever forget where you come from. If you remember this, you cannot be proud. I will never forget it. This morning, I was working and sweeping and planting flowers with the boys, wearing shorts. If you don't take it, some things will go into your mind. You, you want everybody to worship you. Are you sure you are born again? Provoking signs and wonders. Provoking it. Grace. Don't forget it all. Grace can provoke signs and wonders. Faith can provoke signs and wonders. Tomorrow I will take you to deeper waters. Are you sure you are born again? Share. Those of you come from a certain background that God has helped you keep it. Hey, mm. anytime I look at my children, I just I say, Lord, I wish I'm raised in such an environment. No, but yeah, environment is raising you know. So when you're born, you cry, when you're normal. Shall <laughs> me, my cousin say. They were older. When we come to our family house, those days, when we come, we, it's a big family, so we come from different places, a bit free or every occasion we come for, like Christmas. My cousins go for disco those days. But they take me to the disco. I was a little boy, maybe. The reason they take me is that our main house, the, the, the door is locked outside, inside. So I'm the one that climbed the wall. And jump inside to go and open the padlock. Yeah, mommy, four wall. I'm so me musa. I'm not a piame. I'm a tire. They don't say country. I'm a crazy. See, now you are. I'm a beer. So the next day they won't know that they went for disco. And they go when all the elders are asleep. My mommy said, Now, what? Saturday, be our one order. And my cousins can, I, I, it's a vow. I cannot tell them where I went. I said, I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. I said, I'm going to go to the house. I said, I'm going to go I said, I don't go on a metro. I said, I don't go on a metro. I 
Faith can provoke signs and wonders. Grace can provoke signs and wonders. And what I was going to preach today, I couldn't learn. Prayer can provoke signs and wonders. First Kings chapter 18, verse 36. Keep standing. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Mm, this man is dangerous. Let it be known this day that thou art a God in Israel. The background of this story is when he met the prophet, uh, the, the bar prophet at Mount Carmel. Huh? Let it be known that thou art the God in Israel and that I am thy servant. That I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me. Hear me. Oh Lord, hear me. That these people may know that thou art the Lord God. And thou, thou hast turned their heart back again. Hey, then the fire of the Lord fell. So, there is a prayer a man prayed. It was answered in less than three seconds. Less than three minutes that prayer was answered. Heavens opened and the fire fell. So, prayer can provoke signs and wonders. Let me show you. Today you have to pray. I'm going to give you some five prayer points. The fire fell. The fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones. The fire consumed wood. The fire consumed stones. This fire, listen, I see that said, and the dust and it licked up the water. This fire that fell from heaven, it consumed wood. It consumed stone. It consumed what? Dust. It's a general It finished the stone. So the way wood can burn and turn to ashes, stones were burned out there and turned to ashes. Provoking signs and wonders. One prayer. Do you know what your prayer can do this night? I say God can make you a millionaire by the end of this week. I can't wait to take you deeper to this teaching. Will love it provoking huh lick up the water that was in the trench look at the next verse watch this hmm. and when all the people saw i say a wonder is a thing that make people wonder they open their mouth when the people saw it they fell on their faces these are idol worshippers who these are comfort they fell on their faces and they said the lord he is god the lord he is god the Lord, he is God. Because they saw fire consume stones. They saw fire consume wood. They saw fire consume dust. And the fire leak water. Signs and wonders. Faith provokes signs and wonders. Grace provokes signs and wonders. And I've given you one. Prayer provokes signs and wonders. And prayer was made without ceasing. And the angel of the Lord appeared in the prison and swooped him and said, Bind on your signers. 
And when they get there, the prison door was open. And the first and the iron gate was opened by its own accord. Prayer can open doors that the enemy has locked. Amen. Provoking signs and wonders. So lift your and say, Father. Father. As I lift my voice in prayer. As I lift my voice in prayer. Hallelujah. Because something will happen after you pray. Yes, sir. Because of the word I'm preaching. Your faith can provoke signs and wonders. Your prayer can provoke signs and wonders. And I will say, Father. Father, as I lift my voice in prayer, as I lift my voice let prayer. me experience your sign and your wonder. In 24 hours, within this week, lift up your voice and pray. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.